Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Welcome. You're listening to Adair Prairie's Morning Bible Study. My name is Lit Charles, and we are so glad you could join us. But before we get into the Word, let's open up in prayer. Lord, we just thank you for everything that you've done inside of our lives, Lord, that you have been good to us, Lord, and that you have kept your word, Lord, even when we have not, Lord. Mm -hmm. And Lord, we just thank you for the consistency that you showed to us, Lord, that you love us regardless, Lord, and that we can come to you, Lord, in boldness and know that you hear us, Lord. And Lord, we just thank you that you have given us that same ability, Lord, to be consistent in doing your will on this earth, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' almighty name, amen. And amen. Well, good morning and welcome, everyone. So glad to have you with us as we dive into the Word and continue our study in Hebrews. Still in chapter 6 and continuing our discussion with a focus on verses 13 through 20. So, if you're joining us for the first time or rejoining us, the, the guidance remains the same. Please pause the episode and just take the opportunity to read through that section of Scripture to minister to you and to make it easier to follow along in the discussion. Amen? Amen. Amen. All right. And now the floor is open to have each of you uh, provide or share what Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to you and to ask any questions that you have. So who'd like to begin? I would. All right, Charles. Okay, so we left off in the last episode talking about how the Lord is not just referring to one promise in that regard of how we think of it as humans. We just think that if he says, okay, I'm going to do this, that's, at least for me, that's, I leave it at that. And that's why I look for it. I don't necessarily care about what's needed afterwards. I'm just looking for that one aspect of it inside Mm -hmm. of my life. And the Lord was revealing to me that what we see here um, specifically mentioned inside of verses 13 and 14 is when he's offering up Isaac um, after he was willing to offer up Isaac. And I'll just go there. That'll be um, Genesis 22. Um, One second as I flip there. And I'll read verses. um, I think I'll start in verses 8. In verse 8, And Abram said, My son, God will provide for himself the lamb for a burnt offering. So the two of them went together. Then they came to the place of which God had told him. And Abraham built an altar there and placed the wood in order. And he bound Isaac his son and laid him on the altar upon the wood. And Abraham stretched out his hand and took the knife to slay his son. But the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. So he said, Here I am. And he said, Do not lay your hand on the lad, nor or do anything to him. For now I know that you fear God, since you have not withheld your son, your only son, from me. Then Abraham lifted his eyes and looked, and there behind him was a ram caught in a thicket by its horns. So Abraham went and took the ram and offered it up for a burnt offering instead of a son. And Abraham called the name of the place, The Lord will provide, as it is said to this day, In the mount of the Lord it shall be provided. Then the angel of the Lord came to Abraham a second time out of heaven and said, By myself I have sworn, says the Lord, because you have done this thing, and have not withheld your son, your only son. 
blessing out bless you and multiplying out multiply your descendants as the stars of the heaven and as the sand which is on the seashore and your descendants shall possess the gate of their enemies and i'll end right there well no no don't end there don't end there so one more voice says in your seed all the nations of the earth shall be blessed and here's the key because you have obeyed my voice that is key yes dad all right he was willing and obedient so please continue sir and how what we see here was that abraham had to be willing and keep his faith active throughout the whole process he couldn't have just stopped after isaac was born and just leave it like that and stop serving the lord as so many people do when they receive what they want from the lord and they extract um they think they extracted everything from him then they go out to do what they want inside of their life but what the lord is truly saying here is that he was swearing to some something so much greater than abraham really understood in the moment mm-hmm. he wasn't just talking about the physical child as abraham thought he was and we see abraham um does come to the realization that he's talking about something different but he had to have faith during the whole process in order to go forward and do everything that the Lord said, because oftentimes the Lord will tell me something and it does not make sense to me about if he tells me and promised me something and then I have and I say, oh, Lord, if we do this, it'll, it'll help us. And the Lord may tell me to do something I don't necessarily think will be beneficial to my interest. And I will bring it up to the Lord and say, Lord, if we just do what I think we should do, Lord, it'll be so much better. Mm-hmm. But the Lord is not just concerned with the one moment as as I get at times because mm-hmm. I become focused on one aspect and that's what I drive towards. Mm-hmm. Whereas the Lord is looking at everything and says, I see way past that one instant where I can no longer see through the tunnel. Mm-hmm. The Lord's already looking through the other side of it. But mm-hmm. we don't understand or realize that. And that's oftentimes why we don't, quote unquote, see what the Lord has promised. As she brought up, Mommy, inside the last episode that, the Lord has a direct timeline, and where he places it, that's where he wants it. He doesn't move it forward or backwards, depending on us. We do have a responsibility to be in step with the Lord, mm-hmm. but what he says is going to come to pass regardless. Um, in the regard of when the Lord makes a promise and he's sworn to us, he is going to, I would say, fuel us ahead so that way we can enter into it. Abraham was told about his child when he was 75 years old. That's when he first got the promise that he was going to have a son. He was 100 when he eventually had Isaac. That's 25 years. Yes. Mm -hmm. And during that time, he had to go through various trials, but he had to maintain and step with the Lord during that whole time. Even after he had Ishmael, he could have said, oh, Lord, I'm done. As we see, he does eventually try to say, say, Lord, why don't you try to take Ishmael and Mm -hmm. we'll just let that be. And I'm done here. He was essentially saying, I'm tired, Lord. I I just want this to get done. Uh Uh-huh. Absolutely. Go ahead. And how that's the mindset that he took. And that's what he thought. And the Lord had to all rebuke him and say, no, I'm going to do as I promised to you. So so let's understand a couple of things that you brought up because they're good. You said, you first were talking about how you like to view things from your interest. Well, what was your interest in the Lord's plan? Mm, Sometimes it was just getting to the end destination. No, no, it was yourself. What you said was about what you like to do and how it interests you. And so I bring this up not to condemn you, sir. So we can all address this within ourselves. 
because everyone looks at the plan of the Lord for themselves, for what they get out of it, how it blesses and benefits their life and all the rest of it. And what the Lord is saying is, yeah, that's contained within here. And there's so much more. It's so much deeper than what we tend to think or oftentimes where we pause, which is just us and the Lord, right? And then what the examples that are being given concerning Abraham, he had to do that same thing. He had to address and remove self, self-will, self-desire, self, right? His desires were met in a seed, namely Isaac. But oftentimes, as you were saying, is we'd like to go, oh, Lord, I got a better idea. I got a plan which will help us get to where you want us to get to faster. I was like, just, mm-hmm. just walk with me, which is what you see here with him sacrificing his son, right? Yes. He said, because you've been obedient, because you have obeyed, which is why I said don't, or felt led to say, don't skip that verse because that contains the key and why the Lord said, hey, I've sworn by myself right in one of the preceding verses. Yes. So for us, it's important to just be obedient to the Lord, be willing and obedient. And if we're willing and obedient, we'll eat the good of the land or the fat of the land, depending on your translation, right? And there, you brought up another wonderful point, which is the Lord has a, a purpose, a destiny track for us and how we have to come into alignment with it, Right. Rest assured, it will happen, right? The Lord will come and bring it to pass. It may not necessarily be through you. Isn't that the the caution that was given by Mordecai to Esther? Yes. Said, it's for this purpose that you've been raised up at this time, right? Yes. But then he says, and it's the warning and the caution, right? But if you don't do it, rest assured, the Lord will raise up another, you and your father's household will, will essentially be no more. So it, it's a caution for all of us because the Lord's word is going to come to pass without a shadow of a doubt. That's back to the anchor thing that we were talking about, especially in this and his covenant. Swore by two immutable things, right? Yes. Okay. Himself and his word. So... Let's understand that. It will come to pass. <coughs> Where will we be found in alignment, or, or or I'll just say it in this way, will we be in alignment, or will we find ourselves on the opposite side, in opposition to the Lord concerning it and the destiny track he has for you? Yes. Something we all need to address and examine within ourselves and bring it before the Lord and allow him to reveal those things and help us deal with them. Mm-hmm. Amen. And... When we look at God and as we walk with him, remember that he works on so many different levels all at the same time. Amen. God can take one action and affect generations through it and a, a variety of levels and spiritual because we see Abraham, the Lord had to grow his faith in this process and for him to get to the place of being able to not just conceive and have Isaac birthed into the world, but also to be able to give him back to God. Remember how Abraham, uh, I'll say, fought with the Lord, if you will, wrestled with God concerning Ishmael. When mm-hmm. um, Isaac was weaned and Sarah saw him mocking. You guys remember that? 
Absolutely. Yes. Uh-huh. And she said, this, the son of the bondwoman shall not inherit with my son. Send them away. This is not the child of the blessing. Exactly. And Abraham was sorrowful over that. And he struggled with it. And the Lord had to come and tell him, no, send him away. I'll, I'll take care of him. But that was a struggle for him. But by the time we see him offering up Isaac, Abraham is surrendered. Like, okay, God, I mean. Full I, trust and obedience. And you raised him, you brought him from the dead anyway. So I assume you've got a plan to raise him back up from the dead because you said that you vested such and such in him. And this is the seed, you know, the person that you're talking about. It wasn't going to be a substitute, not at someone else, but you referenced Isaac. So I assume you have a plan and he was able to go forward with this. It was hard for, um, for Abraham to let go of Lot, right? Hence he brought him with him from his father's house and, and walked with him until Lot separated. It was hard for Abraham to let go of Ishmael. But when it came to Isaac, his confidence in the Lord had grown and his confidence in the plan of God had grown. So God was working faith in him and not just faith to see something happen, to receive a miracle, if you will, but faith to love the Lord his God with all his heart, soul, mind, and strength and trust God in whatever he said. Because it's one thing to have faith for an event to happen. And it's another thing to have that enduring and lasting faith that is a love towards God. So, for example, Gideon would be someone who had an event-based faith. Mm-hmm. I trust you to win this war. I trust you, God, to fight this battle. But his life did not reside with the Messiah, with the Lord, right? Because he turned yes. away and played the harlot with the ephod. Samson would be along those same lines. Mm-hmm. He could believe God to fight the Philistines, but not believe God for his daily bread, for how he lived his life to the end of his lifetime and faithfulness towards God. He didn't have that kind of faith, but Jesus had that kind of faith that believed God, not just for events, but as a continuous part of his life, natural life on the earth. So Abraham had a different kind of faith And that's what God is looking for in his people, not just faith to receive an event, which, I mean, the events are necessary, but he needs, he's looking for people whose hearts are going to be loyal to him throughout their lifetime, have that continuing and enduring faith. And God is willing to work with us to grow us to that place. But he wants us to actually walk with him for the finishing of that. And then we know from uh, Abraham's life that exchange that that willingness to sacrifice his son that was jesus that was talking to him and his um ministry before he put on flesh that was the the angel of the lord capital a who talks in first person as god that's that's our lord and savior jesus christ talking so he talked to him and said now because you did this you've opened a door for me to legally come into the earth so what Abraham's actions were in that moment was a a faith achievement for him, but also it had so much more implication in the spiritual realm because God has to operate in the earth legally and he has to honor and respect the laws that he has already set up. And only people with flesh and blood have the right to govern in the earth in that mm-hmm. way because he gave dominion and authority to mankind in the garden. His power of attorney, as it were. Mm-hmm. And to do specific things. That's exactly. a, that's a general 
dominion and authority that was given to reproduce, to have dominion over the animals and that kind of thing. And he gave a special authority to Adam in the garden, but he needs people to open the door for him because of how he set up the spiritual legal system. So God is honoring that. So when he made that, when Abraham said, I'll surrender my son to you, it gave God permission to surrender his son for us. Right. And Jesus yeah. said, thank you. I got that. I'll be, I'll be coming in your lineage. Mm-hmm. You just, you just hold on. And Abraham never got to physically see that with his eyes, but his faith still endured. Right. Yes. yes. And the Lord is asking us to trust him. And then verse 20 of Hebrews six uh, says where the forerunner as after was talking about the anchor for our soul, where the forerunner has entered for us, even Jesus having become high priest forever, according to the order of Melchizedek. And that's, that's equivalent to saying we have one last thing that we can have assurance in is Jesus did it all. He came in and he won the race. He won the battle. All we need to do is cling to him, hang on to him, obey him, walk with him and finish the race in the course, just like Abraham finished the race in the course. And then you look at his life in the natural. He had other children and he passed down the heritage of what the word of the Lord is, what God said. He raised Isaac and his other children. He raised them as well, but he um, sent them to other parts of the 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 land so that they weren't competing with Isaac um but that what you said with Charles about how the Lord we can be short-sighted but he's not and he sees so many different things and oftentimes our faith isn't just for us the Lord going I have a promise for you finish the course is for our development and our growth and so we can reap a reward but the reward is Christ the object is just a temporal thing mm-hmm but the reward is Christ that is he is eternal and he never fails and he will always be faithful to us and love us and our relationship with him. But also other people have an opportunity to come and receive their own inheritance and blessing from the Lord or whatever it is that God wants to work in their life. And case in point is we ourselves, you, I, everyone that's listening to this, if you believe in the name of Jesus Christ, you are receiving and reaping a reward from Abraham's faith. What he did had a lasting generational, I mean, how many generations have come into the earth effect that you get to inherit and reap the blessing and the reward of. We're reaping the blessing and the reward of the apostles, their faith in God. We're, we're enjoying that as well. And when God speaks to you, just realize he's doing so much more than our own personal interests being served. And sometimes it can be eclipsing to think about all the things that we need and that we desire and that we want. But remember that our God is a good God and he's a big God and he will never forget our labor of love that we've sown towards his name. And he will never deny himself and, and stop being good to us and stop being a good God. And we can trust him, but the generations will be blessed and hopefully grateful, but that's between them and the Lord for your faithfulness to finish and follow through to the end. Yes. Yes, mommy. And as you were saying that, mommy, you, the Lord was also reminding me that as we're going forward and as it has a generational effect, the Lord also does is um, looking out for us, I would say. He was inside the thing for Abraham. He understood what Abraham truly wanted. 
mm-hmm. we see that it was originally Sarah who offered Hagar and said that was the good idea. Mm-hmm. And Abraham just went along with it. Mm-hmm. But you, as you often tell us, Mom, that what Abraham truly wanted was to have children. That's one of the things that was desirable at that time because it denoted something significant, mm-hmm. especially when you had sons. Mm-hmm. It was deemed more significant than having no children, which was deemed as, mm-hmm. oh, well, you guys have done something essentially. Mm-hmm. But at this point, we also have to understand that the Lord was, as he was moving forward inside of this and he was moving forward um, and allowing um, Abraham to use his faith to allow Jesus to come into the earth, he was still allowing us the opportunity. And you said, Mommy, that it's had an effect even to us, that we're mm-hmm. still reaping the benefits of it. Amen. But we also have to, I would say, trust the Lord for ourselves. Abraham's faith is not going to carry over for us. True that. Meaning that just because he's done a good thing and allowed Jesus to come inside the earth, we still have a role to play in believing him ourselves. Amen. Isaac had the same role to play inside that situation himself. Mm-hmm. He had to believe that the Lord is going to protect him. Mm-hmm. He asked his father, where's the lamb and where's the, mm-hmm. we have everything else except for that. And I think he put <laughs> two and two together. Why was he called up there with the mm-hmm. wood already on him? I'm sure he had mm-hmm. to be willing. Like he, he understood willing. and was willing to was be willing. the sacrifice. That's right. And notice that we don't see him fighting his dad off. He didn't run away. He wasn't screaming on the altar. Mm-hmm. He asked some questions, but he was willing. Which Run, is running just back how the to the Messiah two other came. servants, mm-hmm. right, that they left behind, so they would go worship. Mm-hmm. And he said, two plus two. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> where's this next part? Right. So um, he was willing. He had to be a willing participant, which also Christ was a willing mm-hmm. participant, right? Yes. To be that sacrifice for us and the lord provided his own lamb so that that whole scene was definitely about the coming messiah and isaac did have to be willing and he was willing and it's evident and sarah had to put her trust in the lord because as a mother i can tell you my spidey senses go and they're not spidey senses but my 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 connection with the holy spirit and with my children goes "Hmm? wait a second what's going on here right Let's address this. Exactly. And I'm sure she was very protective of him being her only child and the child of her old age. So she even had to trust the Lord with him going off with his dad and, and all those other things. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. There was a lot in everything that was discussed. So let's pause there for today. And with that, can I get a volunteer to close this out in prayer, please? I will. All right, Layla. Lord, we thank you for this time and the word this morning. Lord, and I... Thank you for the growth and the wisdom that you've imparted to us, Lord, that we're able to stand before you and have our faith developed and strengthened, Lord, so that we're able to run with endurance the race that you've set before us, Lord, that we bring glory and honor to your name and not shame and discredit, Lord. We thank you for this opportunity to be your sons and daughters, Lord, and to be part of your family and your kingdom. I ask that you'll bless the listeners and our partners as they go to work and they go to school, completing the task that you have for them, Lord. Give them strength and endurance, Lord. Protect them from every side, Lord, all that has to do with them, Lord. We plead the blood of Jesus in the name of Jesus over them, Lord. Their finances, cars, school buses, offices, and everything that you've entrusted to their care, Lord. And we thank you for it, Lord, because you're faithful to fulfill your promise. Mm -hmm. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' almighty name we pray, amen. Amen. We love you. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Want to know more about a day of prayer? Sign up for our newsletter where you'll get the latest updates on the ministry, inspiring messages, and coupon codes for the merch shop. 
visit our website, adayofprayer.org. Click on Connect in the menu bar and complete the form. Be sure to check the box that says subscribe. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, take care and God bless you.